welcome to the Podcock Pcast. I'm your host, the only Tyler Peacock. It is late July. We're getting into fall camps, media days, all the things that gets the blood circulating for us college football fans. Gets us excited. So that means college football preview season is here. I've been combing through Phil Steele, uh, the, the Bible, as they call it. Um, looking at Bill Conley's S&P ratings, all the power ratings, um, Pro Football Focus College section, um, ESPN's uh, power, Football Power Index, just to name a few. So I've, I've looked at those, I've scoured the internet, I've read up, and uh, a combination of those and my own thoughts, I've uh, power rated every conference, G5 and Power 5, and the independents. Um, we're going to leave Notre Dame out of the independent section uh, on this podcast. But uh, yeah, all 133 teams, I've power rated them within their own league. And uh, I'm going to give you my opinion on them, a quick synopsis, uh, what I like or don't like. And uh, we're going to go over their win total as well. Now, I'll probably just fly solo on half of these at least, maybe all of them. It has been kind of decided or uh, scheduled out just yet. Uh, I'd like to get Bobby back in the fold, obviously, and uh, Westside Tommy, too. Uh, kind of the two uh, rotating co-hosts here to uh, get their college football opinions uh, as well. So, But uh, I've also power-rated the conferences in a fashion of uh, what I'm most excited for and least excited for. So let's start with the bad. Uh, or the least exciting. I'm excited for it all. But we're going to do the FBS Independence minus Notre Dame. And we're going to do Conference USA today here on part one of the college football preview for 2023 here on the Podcock PCAST. Now, I will go from bottom to top. So we'll start in the basement, work our way up to the penthouse for all these. But let's start with the FBS Independence minus Notre Dame. I'll add Notre Dame. Uh, probably when Bobby jumps on with the ACC or the Big Ten, um, their alliance or where they should be aligned uh, to give their, you know, more just due than just throwing them here, throwing them in here with the uh, the, the rest of the uh, independents here. But in the uh, in the independents here in the FBS, I got UMass coming in third, uh, dead last of the teams I power rated here. Um, they're over under win total two and a half. The over plus 110, the under, minus 2.5, minus 134. I would lay that. It's not a lock. But I uh, I just don't see this as a a, a, a good football team. Uh, they were 1-11 last year. This is Don Brown's second season. I'm familiar with Don Brown, uh, former Michigan defense coordinator. Um, I know his defense very well. Going to be a four-man front. They're going to play man, press man, and they're going to blitz like crazy. Um, so maybe you could keep that in the back of your minds and say they, they play a passing offense. Um, they, they could get shellacked, <laughs> uh, especially a team with better athletes that could get open and beat that man coverage or scheme it up. But offensively, uh, seven starters back. Defensively, eight starters back. So a more experienced football team, probably going to be a little bit better but, man, they're just they, – they weren't any good last year. I don't expect them to take a huge leap this year. So give me the under on the minute, man, here in 2023, 2.5. Um, next team in the power rankings, I have UConn. UConn, 6-7 and seven last year. Jim Mora 
Junior's second season. Um, hell of a first year, honestly, for UConn. Nine offensive and eight defensive starters back um, on a team that steadily, steadily got better as the season went on. Like I said, they went bowling um, in year one. And you look at their win total here, four and a half. The over minus 168, the under plus 136. I like the over here. I think they could sniff around the bowl. Uh, 110th in schedule uh, strength of schedule ratings. Uh, they do open the season hosting NC State. Other big games, Duke at home in September the uh, 23rd. Uh, at Boston College the 28th October. They go to Tennessee November 4th. Interesting game here November 11th at James Madison. But listen at these games here. FIU, Utah State, South Florida, Sacred Heart and UMass, you can't tell me they can't go five and one in those games. Maybe six and zero. Oh. They go to Georgia State to another game um, on the schedule at Rice. I mean, this this team could win six seven games in the regular season. I think they go bowling again. So the over for UConn four and a half. Uh, I'll lay that chalk right now. Like it, Jim Mora. Um, you know, he is a. Uh, Say what you want. He he's kind of controversial in the NFL circles. Uh, flamed out as the Falcons coach. Flamed out at UCLA. But I think maybe UConn. This this spot for them is um, a nice little comfort zone. And finally, in the independence, uh, excluding Notre Dame, I got to keep saying that. But uh, I got Army power rated here. Uh, number one, Jeff Monken. What ten years? Yeah, ten years here uh, at Army. Eight offense or nine offensive starters back, eight on defense. Gonna run the triple option. Uh, Got to replace the quarterback. Um, that's that's a little worrisome. Eighty uh, fourth strength of schedule here. Interesting game uh, at UTSA. Third game of the year, September fifteenth. Uh, that'll be a fun one. They host Troy, uh, who was a conference champ out of the Sun Belt last year. Um, they go to LSU in uh, October twenty first. So that's gonna be a tough one. Host Coastal Carolina, uh, obviously the Navy game in the year, uh, December 9th, and that standalone game. Um, but, you know, the schedule, not not uh, not daunting. You look at the over-under win total, 5.5, the over, minus 164, the under, 5.5, plus 134. Uh, at Louisiana Monroe, Delaware State at home. Those, those are two wins. UMass at home, another one. Holy Cross, another win. But, I mean, don't sleep on Holy Cross. Um, very good team out of the FCS. Usually plays pretty good defense. So, uh, you give Army the win right now on paper. But I'm just saying, it wouldn't shock me. Navy game is probably a toss-up, obviously. Um, Coastal at home. Eight, you get Air Force at home. But you, you look at the... At UTSA, at Syracuse, BC, at home, at LSU, Troy at home. That's probably five losses there. Um, so you got to go five. No, you got to go six and one in the next seven. I would take a slide under here. Um, maybe a little bounce back here. Maybe I should add UConn uh, power rated uh, ahead of them. But. I don't know. I, I think Army's taken a, a little step back. You always, you always got to root for the troops uh, here, but uh, I don't know. I, I, I like them. They're a difficult team with the triple option to prepare for. Uh, but, you know, 
always a little undersized uh, on both sides of the line of scrimmage. Um, Talent-wise, obviously it doesn't snack, stack up with most of college football. Um, the schedule, like I said, it's 84th in the country, which I know it, it seems like it's in, what, the bottom like the bottom of the second third of college football or, or the three quarters uh, bottom part of, of the FBS here. Um, but still, I, it's not a, gr- a great schedule. They were six and six last year. Uh, I think Vegas nailed the, uh, the win total here. I would, I would stay away and lean towards the under, but uh, that that's where I'm at here on this one. All right, let's move to conference USA again. No shade uh, meant to be thrown on conference USA. It's just it's just the league I am, you know, least excited about. But I'm excited for them all. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I'm stalling time to pull up my little um, my little power ratings here, and my my win totals. So um, we'll start here. I believe nine teams right now are in conference USA. They of course were hit by uh, some realignment as well. This year, adding Sam Houston State and Jacksonville State uh, from the SCS ranks. I think Sam Houston State and Jacksonville State technically were FBS teams last year, but because the, they weren't eligible and didn't get into the uh, FCS tournament, and I think they played the majority of their schedule was FBS, but they're kind of like floating independents. But we'll get to them to we'll get to them in a little bit. I got a Florida Atlantic. University, FIU, ninth year. Mike McIntyre, like him as a coach, did a, a really good job at Colorado. Uh, second year here. They were 4-8 and eight last year. Over-under win total, 3.5. Even money on both ends of this. So there has been either no action on this one or um, people, are, are, are they don't know. Um, you look at their offense, five starters back, seven defensively as well. Strength of schedule, 119. So you would think a manageable schedule here. But Louisiana Tech, UConn, New Mexico State, Sam Houston State, Middle Tennessee, and Arkansas all on the road. You get Maine, you probably chalk that up as a win. North Texas at home, Liberty at home, those two ain't easy. UTEP at home, a conference game. Jacksonville State at home, a conference game. And Western Kentucky, the defending league champions. Um, three and a half is the win total. I, I like Mike McIntyre. It's probably a stay away. I, I think they're in that three and nine to four and eight, like they were last year range. Uh, but FIU, they should be better. I mean, you're in you're in Miami essentially. Now you're not going to go out there and snag those three, four or five star recruits. But the talent in Florida is so did or rich. Excuse me, rich and deep. You would think they'd be able to field an athletic team and a team that was. Uh, was good. Maybe Mike McIntyre makes me look like a fool here, but uh, I I would lean towards a slight under. But uh, I'm not I'm not crazy confident in it. All right, let's go to Jacksonville State. The Gamecocks here nine and two last year. Rich Rodriguez second season down there in Jacksonville, Alabama. By the way, that's where it's from. Uh, these Gamecocks are from at Jack State. Um, like their quarterback here, Zion Webb. Senior, six foot, two hundred pounder, uh, started twelve games, threw for uh, nearly eighteen hundred yards, thirteen to eight uh, interception or touchdown to interception ratio. 
Strength of schedule of 104, nine offensive starters, six or uh, 17 defensive starters back on this ball club. So 16 returning uh, starters on this club. You look at the um, the win total here for Jacksonville State, four and a half over. Four and a half is plus 112. Let's dig into the schedule here because I like that plus money on the over here. UTEP, East Tennessee State, Eastern Michigan, Liberty, Western Kentucky, Louisiana Tech at home. So I think you got, what, five home games in Liberty, Western Kentucky, Louisiana Tech. Probably, and they are the top three to I won't give the order away, but my top three rated power rated teams here in the in Conference USA. But you at least get them at home if you're Jacksonville State. Road games at Coastal Carolina, at Sam Houston, at Middle Tennessee, at FIU, at South Carolina, at New Mexico State. So obviously Coastal and South Carolina, uh, a non-conference tilt. Um, so, man, this is tough. Because I, I like Rich Rod, you know, he's going to run that spread. They're probably going to be um, relatively athletic. Jacksonville State was a team very tough to handle historically in the FCS. Uh, a, a really proud, proud program, the reason why they got the bump up here to the big boy division of uh, Division One college football. I kind of like that over three and a half at, 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 uh, at plus 112 here. I, I think I'm going to pull the trigger on that. I just think, you know, Rich Rod is, uh, oh, it's four and a half. Ugh. Yeah, I'll, I still like four and a half. I still do. Um, Yeah, I just I just think, you know, they're, they're a team that uh, they're going to score. This league, I think athletically, they kind of match up um, already. Maybe they don't have the depth quite because of the scholarship limitations uh jumping from fbs to fcs but with the transfer portal and stuff like that uh i think you could kind of manage that gap a little bit better and um yeah i think the game cost will be pretty darn good all right next team another newcomer here the bearcats uh with a k that's uh sam houston state huntsville texas casey keeler a uh 10th year head coach won a national championship uh that was at the fcs level um during the COVID season, I believe. But Sam Houston State, they're getting the call. 106th schedule, uh, strength of schedule here. Seven offensive starters, nine defensively for the Bearcats here. Casey Keeler, like I said, he's a 10-year head coach. He's been around. He's been around for a while here. Um, but it's his first season uh, here in the FBS. Again, I got to look at the total here because I would like trend – or lean, tend to lean, I, I can't talk. I would tend to lean towards the over here. So you got three and a half is the, is the win total here. The over's minus 142. Again, I, I think I would fire on that and, and just hope that Casey Keeler could figure it out in conference play. Non-conference games at BYU. They host Air Force. They go to Houston and... In November, they host Kennesaw State, who's a good FCS team as well. But uh, so you're probably what one and three uh, in the non-con. So I need three wins. Yeah, I need three wins in the conference. Jacksonville State at home, I think they can get that one. 
They go to Liberty. They go to New Mexico State. I don't like either of those two opportunities. FIU at home, that could be a win. So there's potentially two. Kennesaw, or Canada is a win, my bad. UTEP, that could be a win. Uh, they go to Louisiana Tech and Western and mid Ten at the end. They host mid Ten, Middle Tennessee. I don't know. I'm not as confident, even though the number's lower. I would still slightly lean and over here at minus 142 of three and a half. But I'm not in love with it like I am Jacksonville State, if that makes sense. Uh, moving on, next team on the docket here, uh, the sixth-rated power-rated team here coming into the season I have in Conference USA is UTEP, um, which is crazy because some of the publications have UTEP um, a top three or four team in the league. Uh, Dana Dimmel, the uh, head coach here for the Miners, uh, sixth season, they were five and seven club last year. Senior quarterback Gavin Hardison is back. Big arm. I've seen this kid play a few times. Uh, 6'3", 215 pounds. So he's got NFL size and a huge arm. 54% completion percentage, though. Accuracy is a major downfall. But eight offensive starters, seven defensive starters back on this team. Schedule strength, 127 in the country here. UTEP's win total, the over-under for the Miners. Five and a half of the over, minus 122, the under, uh, even money here on five and a half. If you look at their schedule, road games at Jacksonville State, at Northwestern, at Arizona, at FIU, at Sam Houston State, at Middle Tennessee. So you're getting a lot of your tough conference games like Louisiana, like New Mexico State, like Liberty, and like Western Kentucky in El Paso. I just... I think Dana's on the hot seat here. I think this is the year they, they got to kind of get back to a bowl game or they're going to fire him, especially with the quarterback they have back. I'm just not high on the UTEP. I, I, I think the quarterback, is he's talented as a thrower. He's inconsistent. Um, and this team, when I watched them last year, they just kept getting the ball slammed down their throat. So uh, they couldn't stop the run. I know they have seven our defensive starters back, but is that a good thing? Um, UTEP, I think that five and a half number is fair. It's a pass for me. And uh, we will move on to a surprise team last year and a team I have fifth here in the power ratings. That's New Mexico State. New Mexico State, Jerry Kill, second year. They had the 132nd top of schedule coming into this year. Nine offensive starters back, four on the defense, though. But Diego Piva, the junior quarterback, the little six-foot, 210-pound guy, when he got inserted into the lineup, this team got hot. Now, they did have to schedule an extra game to get to 12 games and to get the six wins to get that bowl eligibility. But they got it done. They won the bowl game seven and six last year. Um, I like New Mexico State. I, I, I think uh, Jerry Kill's a hell of a coach. Uh, I like... Piva and their win total over under six and a half. But they got 13 regular season games here. And it's plus 134. I like the over here. I do. Uh, one for the additional game. And there's 133, I believe, teams in FBS. They got the 132nd schedule. Uh, UMass, Western Illinois. At home, FIU at home, Middle Tennessee at home, at Jacksonville State. Now, they have a ton of road games. At Liberty, at New Mexico, 
at Hawaii, at UTEP, at Louisiana Tech, at Western Kentucky, and at Auburn late in the year. Uh, so it's going to be a tough schedule. <sighs> Honestly, this isn't a lock. I like it a lot, uh, but I'm not going to tell you to, to lock it in and go bet it right now because I think this team is going to finish 7-6 and six or 6-7. Six and seven. Um, I got three or four winnable games. Uh, those games mostly at home. And then, what, if you go 500 on the road? Yeah, it's going to put you right in that range. But I think Jerry Kill could get this team back to a bowl. I think they're going to be a tough out in conference, you say. All right, number four, we go to Middle Tennessee State. Um, the Blue Raiders here. Is Rick Stock still, still doing it? He has been there 18 years. Uh, five offensive starters, eight on defense. Of course, last year, you remember them blowing out Miami down there in uh, in Coral Gables or Miami Gardens, wherever the hell the U plays now. Uh, Middle Tennessee, six and a half. The over, shaded. Uh, it's favored here, minus 134. Schedule strength, 109 in the country. They go to Alabama and to Missouri, so pretty sure you're starting out 0-2 there, right? So now you got ten games left, and you need to go six and four in those ten games. So Murray State at home, a win. Colorado State at home, I think they'll probably be favored, but that's a toss-up. At Western Kentucky, at Liberty, at New Mexico State, at Sam Houston are the conference road games, conference home games. Jacksonville State, La Tech, FIU, and UTEP. That's going to be cutting it close. I, I, you know. It seems like they always kind of put together some offense down there. Uh, they always have some team speed. So I like the Blue Raiders. I, I think they'll be a factor. I'm not running to the window to bet the six and a half, though. So if it was five and a half or a five, a flat five, probably because I think they're going to be good enough to be 500 or, or better. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not sprinting to the window. So uh, it's kind of a pass. Uh, it's a pass for me. To pass. All right. Now we're getting down to the nitty gritty here. Uh, we're in the top three. I think these are the three teams that will uh, compete for the conference championship here. Uh, number three, Louisiana Tech. Seems like they always flirt around in a conference USA uh, to win the league here. Last year, um, kind of a down season for them. Three and nine. But Sonny Cumbie, second year. They got Hank Bachmeyer, the Boise State transfer, to come in and, and, and quarterback this club. Uh, they got a guy, a receiver named Smoke Harris. Excellent name. Eight offensive starters back. That's not including Bachmeyer. Four defensively. This, listen, this team's not going to stop hardly anybody, but I think with Sonny Cumbie, former Mike Gundy quarterback at Texas Tech, they're going to run the air raid. They're going to throw it around. I think with Cumbie, they're going to score. And they got the 113th toughest schedule in the country. FIU, Northwestern State, North Texas, Western Kentucky, New Mexico State, and same Houston home games. Uh, at SMU, at Nebraska, at UTEP, at Middle Tennessee, at Liberty, and at Jacksonville State, the road games. So balanced schedule, home and away. You know, you can't really uh, say, oh, they got too many toughies on the road or they got too many cupcakes or, or tough games at home. Kind of a balanced schedule, but I, I just believe in, in Cumbie and, and them throwing it around the yard. And I think with Bachmeyer in there, coming down a little bit in, in competition from Boise, I like Bachmeyer a lot. I thought he's a hell of a, a QB. 
think him come down a level. I think he elevates this team. Um, so I'm putting all my stock in this team based on Hank Bachmeyer here. Six and a half, the over, plus 116, the under, minus 142. Again, I kind of like that plus 116. It's a lean. I, I'm not saying put your mortgage on it, but uh, I kind of think they have a bounce back here. And maybe I'm just plus money chasing, but I got them coming in third in the power ratings. Interesting team here at number two, Liberty. Eight and five last year. Of course, we know they were up and down last year. Hugh Freeze leaves, takes the Auburn job. Jamie Chadwell comes in, first-year head coach at Liberty, the former uh, Coastal Carolina head coach. So the, you, you would think they're going to run that weird spread uh, option. It's tough to stop with some tempo. Um, like this team, 133rd, the worst or easiest schedule in the country. Got to replace a ton, but Jamie Chadwell's coming. You would expect some turnover, but five starters offensively and three defensively. Um, you know, speculating the the starters, I guess, with the new staff. But the, the, that's who's coming back here. Liberty, though, eight and a half is the win total. The under is plus 110. I know they have the easiest schedule. Bowling Green, New Mexico State, same Houston State, Middle Tennessee, Louisiana Tech, Old Dominion, and UMass out of the conference. So I think... Bowling Green's is more of a toss-up than people think, but I'll give them the win there. They probably beat New Mexico State, but that's a tough one at home. Same Houston State, Middle Tennessee, La Tech, Old Dominion, UMass. Probably four, what, what, one, two, three, four. Probably three and two at, at worst, but probably four and one in that stretch. So there's what, I'm going to say six. Six and one in home games. They go to Buffalo. That's not easy. They go to FIU. That's probably a win at Jacksonville State. You know what? I just talked myself into the over. <laughs> I think this team could win nine, nine games here. But it's a, probably a, probably a pass. Probably a pass because uh, I think they're going to be in that eight nine win range, right where Vegas nailed the the total here. But I think this team. Uh, maybe Jamie Chadwell needs a year, but I, I don't think so. I think they kind of hit the ground running, especially in this league. And I think Liberty could be a team that uh, has a chance to win conference shows. Say. But they're not my pick. I got Western Kentucky power rated, the Hilltoppers, as the number one team in conference USA. Seven offensive starters back, four on defense. Tyson Helton, fifth season in Bowling Green, Kentucky. They got the 114th toughest schedule. Austin Reed, the uh, stud quarterback that came from West Florida, D2 school, hit the transfer portal last year, had a hell of a year. I think he broke, broke uh, what do he have? He had 40, 40 and 11 touchdown to interception ratio. 4,700 yards, 65% completion percentage for a team that was 9-5 uh, and five and, and won the conference here. What's the toppers' uh, win total here as I struggle to pull it up? Bam. 8.5, the over, plus 110. That's juicy. 114th toughest schedule, like I said. South Florida, Houston Christian, Middle Tennessee, Liberty, New Mexico State, and Sam Houston all at home. I think, what, that's 5-1 and one at 4-2 at the worst, but probably 5-1, and one, maybe 6-0. and oh. Road games at Ohio State at Troy. Those are two losses. Um, maybe they could get Troy, though. Troy has str struggle, time struggling scoring, uh, but their defense is really, really lights out and was last year. At La Tech, tough. 
road game in the conference at Jacksonville State at UTEP. Far trip, so that'll be tough and at FIU. You know what, this team, I think this team wins 10. So I like the over. I like the over 8.5 here at plus 110. That might be my best bet, honestly, in this in this pod. But uh, there you go. I, I I think the Western Kentucky. I think they can defend the championship. Listen, a little a uh, week in a week out gambling advice for this team. <sighs> team totals, and and game total, they're they're an over team because usually they don't play much defense, but they're gonna throw the rock around. Uh, Austin Reed will have a huge year. They'll have a couple receivers, uh, Malachi Corley, Michael Matheson. They're both back. Watch them have huge years. Um, and yeah, Tyson Helton's got it going on down there. But, uh, all right, that's, that's it. Little, little half hour or so. FBS minus Notre Dame and Conference USA previewed. So uh, we will be back uh, next time. I don't know when I'm going to post these. I'm going to bank some of them and get them out to you for your uh, listening pleasure. But uh, rate, review, subscribe, follow or subscribe on uh, however, whatever device and platform you're using available on Apple podcast, uh, Spotify, you know, Amazon Music, all all the major and minor podcasting platforms. But, um, whoa, Nelly, as Keith Jackson would say, it's been a good one. And we'll see you next time. This has been the only Tyler Peacock for the Podcock PCAST. <laughs>